Hello, and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today, we're diving into Dante's Inferno, Canto 15. Now one of the hard borders bears us, and the fume of the rivulet rises up so that it saves the water and its margins from the fire. As the Flemings between Wissant and Bruges, fearing the flood that comes upon them, make a screen to repulse the sea, and as the Paduans along the Brenta to defend their villas and their castles before the heat that Carantana feels. In such images were these made, in all but that they're not so tall nor thick as that master builder made them. Now we were removed from the wood so far that I could not have seen where it was if I had turned myself back toward it when we encountered a herd of souls who came along the bank, and each regarded us as one at dusk regards another under a new moon. And truly they gazed at us with sharpened brows as the old tailor at the eye of the needle. So studied by such a family, I was recognized by one who took me by the hem and cried, What a marvel! And I, when he stretched his arm to me, fixed my eyes on his cooked visage so that the scorched face could not deflect the recognition of my intellect. And inclining a hand to his face, I responded, Are you here, Lord Brunetto? And he, Oh, my son, don't be displeased if Brunetto Latini turns back a bit and lets the track go on. I said to him, as much as I can, I pray you come, and if you wish that I should sit with you, I'll do it, if it please him who leads me. O son, he said, who of this flock stops at any point, there lies a hundred years without defense when the fire roasts him. So go on, I'll come at your hems and then rejoin my troop, who go crying their eternal pain. I dared not descend from the street to go level with him but held my head inclined as a man who goes reverently. He commenced, What fortune or destiny leads you here before the last day? And who is this that shows you the way? There above, in the serene life, I responded to him, I strayed in a valley before I had fulfilled my time. Just this morning last had my shoulders turned. This man appeared, turning me back and leading me home along this narrow way. And he to me, if you follow your star, you cannot fail of a glorious port, if it well occurred to me in the beautiful life. And if I had not died in such time, seeing heaven so kind to you, I'd have given comfort to your work. But that malign, ungrateful people that descend from Fiasole of old, and keep something still of the mountains and rock, will be, for your good deeds, your enemy. And it is right for among the harsh sorbs it's unfit the sweet fig should fruit. Their ancient fame in the world claims them blind. They are a greedy people, envious and proud. Cut yourself clear of their customs. Your fortune sets aside such honor for you that the one part and the other will hunger for you, but the grass will be far from the goat. Make the fiesle and beasts consume the same, and not touch the plant, if any should surge still in their dung, in which revives the holy seed of those Romans who remained when it was made the nest of such malice. If all my wishes were fulfilled, I responded to him, 
you still would not be placed in exile from human nature. For it is fixed in my mind, and now occurs to me, the dear, good, paternal image of you when in the world from time to time you instructed me how man is made eternal. And as much as I owe, it falls to my tongue to show while I live. I write what you report of my course, and I reserve it with other texts, for a woman who knows to note should I come to her. So much would I make manifest to you, for where my conscience doesn't jar me, I'm ready for what fortune wills. Such art is not new to my ears, so let fortune turn her wheel as it please her, and let the rude rustic work his hoe. And so my master turned the right side of his face and regarded me directly. Then he said, he listens well who notes it. All the same, I go on speaking with Ser Brunetto, and I ask who are his companions, who most notable, who most exalted, and he to me. To know some is good, of others it's laudable to be silent, for the time would be too short for such sound. Know in some that all were clerics and scholars of great fame, dirtied in the world with the same sin. Priscian goes with that wretched throng, and Francesco da Corse as well, and you'd have seen, if you'd had hunger of such parasites, him who was by the servant of servants transmuted from the Arno to Bacchilione, where he left his sin-distended nerves. I'd say more, but to come and speak a longer warning isn't possible, for I see there a new fume surging from the sand, a people come with whom I ought not be. Let my tesoro recommend itself, in which I still live, and I ask no more. Then he turned back and appeared like them who course from the green drape across the plain at Verona, and he seemed as those who win, not as those that lose. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. We'll be continuing on Tuesday with Dante's Inferno, Canto 16. In the meantime, we're currently holding a Dante in a Year podcast giveaway to celebrate reaching 500 downloads across 99 cities in 16 countries and five continents. So for more information on that, you can follow me on Instagram at fits.the.writer. That's F-I-T-Z dot T-H-E dot W-R-I-T-E-R. Thanks so much, and we'll see you Tuesday.